I'm trying to talk about Iran. I'm trying to talk about Valerie Jarrett wrote the Iran deal. I know, but you've told me this 300 times. Do you know that a... That's what my tweet was about. I know. You've explained this literally 300 times. I thought the bitch was white! God damn it! I thought the bitch was white! <laughs> Fuck! When ABC called and asked me to explain my egregious and unforgivable tweet, I told them I thought Valerie Jarrett was white. About 40 minutes after that, my show was canceled before even one advertiser pulled out and I was labeled as racist. That's brand new from Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib, titled Bandana, from their upcoming project with the same title, Bandana. There's no release date set yet, but this is the brand new single. Flat Tummy T was the first one, now it's this one. I can't wait for this album to drop. I cannot freaking wait. What's going on everybody, it's your boy Sid Davis. The one and only host of the Social Introvert Podcast. I'm a little under the weather um (laughs) so bear with me episode 109 109 you can find this show on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast as well as soundcloud stitcher apple Podcasts, and google play so um i finally i think i think it was like a couple weeks ago where i was complaining about one of the interfaces that i i have and I couldn't get it to record. Um, well, I couldn't get it to record properly, but I was able to do it. I have to go through the settings manually to do it now. Come to find out, I record with um, Cool Edit Pro 2.1. Cool Edit Pro 2.1 is a very old uh, software recording system, but is very is much more complex than a lot of these other recording software is like is more complex than audacity um i have never used audacity unless i was taking like an instrumental and looping it if the instrumental wasn't long enough that's the only time i ever used audacity but um but anyway cool edit pro is not compatible with windows 10 anymore 
as of as of um actually two weeks ago uh for some odd reason my computer was wanting to go ahead and shut down and do some updates or something like that and i was like all right whatever i'm with it did that um i still have this the the software but in order for me to record like i want to i gotta go through the settings manually it's annoying but i i got the gist of it now i'm recording off of the brand new i just bought a brand new interface off of um amazon and it's uh actually don't even it's called pile four channel Hang on. Uh, bear with me, y'all. Yeah, the, the Pile 4 Channel Studio Mixer. Audio mixing controller. There's a bunch of knobs and shit on it. Um, that I can use. Different effects. Echo, whatever. I, I don't know. I was working, playing around with it uh, for the past few days. Uh, but it has a two microphone input. So that's what I've been trying to get. I was trying to see if I could get the other one, which was like a four microphone input. Or I think there was one I saw that was like six channel. Then I saw another one that was like eight. But uh, I, I stuck with the uh, the two microphone input interface. So whatever. But anyway, uh, let me see what I want to talk about today is not much going on anymore, except R. Kelly and Gail King's. Uh, crazy interview where just R. Kelly exploded, man. Like, man, you know what? I'll say this. A part of me, I would really, really like to believe R. Kelly. I'm pretty sure R. Kelly's telling the truth based on that Oscar worthy performance he gave us. But uh, we're at a point where nobody cares. Like the damage has been done. Um, I've never seen the tape, but apparently like I, there's been clips of you just sitting there setting up the camera. That's you in that video. Uh, you went on record and in, in like audio form saying that the, some about messing around with a 14 year old girl. There's people that caught you with Aaliyah. I don't know how true this is. I don't really take a whole bunch of rumors and stories like that off of face value. But, I, you know, I don't know R. Kelly personally, but and I really don't care. But, uh, bro, if something like this has been going on for so long and people have repeatedly been saying it, it's got to be true. Uh, there's a part of me. It's very hard for me to believe Bill Cosby did any of that that y'all claiming what he did uh, just a few days ago. Janice Dickinson. The woman that came out on uh, MSNBC and was talking about what Bill Cosby did to her. She finally came out and confessed that she fabricated her story. None of that was true. So, like I said, there's a part of me. I don't believe um, Bill Cosby did any of that. Um, now, R. Kelly's a different story. I never really cared for R. Kelly, even as a child. So, I mean, I, I just that's my bias, but whatever. And um, finding no, not finding <laughs> leaving Neverland. What the fuck was that? Uh, these two people, I can't think of their names right now. Let me look them up. Like, let me sound educated like I did my fucking research. I don't know. 
um, this, I'm not the biggest Michael Jackson fan, you know, I'm not like this uber crazy Michael Jackson fan, but I love Michael, um, seems like a pretty cool individual from, I guess, watching him grow up, but these allegations, uh, what, what was his name, Wade Robson and James, James Speckchuck or some shit, I remember them swearing under oath, like they lied under oath. And they came out and said, Michael never did anything. Are they just doing this because they're out of money and they're broke? I'm 20 minutes into that documentary. I decided to finally watch the stupid shit. 20 minutes in, I was like, yo, no, no way. No fucking way. And I was off of it. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't finish watching it. Um, there's been buku amount of interviews on Vlad TV of numerous celebrities just talking about like, people that were close to Michael Jackson, um, where they admitted, they were like, yo, I, I can't even count how many times motherfuckers came up to me and offered money to lie on Michael Jackson. Eddie Griffin was one person. He just recently admitted, um, that they tried to come at him again to go in and speak on the documentary about Michael Jackson basically trying to lie on Michael Jackson. He refused. He said he even lost count how many times that he was offered um, starting at what? A hundred thousand dollars. Then it, it bumped up to maybe 500, then 750 and then a million to 2 million till this day. And he said it's happened over the course of maybe 15, 20 years. That's how uh, Chris Tucker was a person that came out and said, hey, they've tried to get me uh, to lie on Michael Jackson. They've offered me three million dollars to do this. And I refuse. So I don't see what was the point in trying to go after this dead man who's been gone for a while, for a long while now. What's the point? Are you trying to tarnish his legacy? Like, well, duh, of course they are. But still. I'm I'm just tired of it. Like, okay, R. Kelly's one thing. Like, we we all know this. Like, I don't even know why people are deciding on quote unquote deciding to be mad when you should have been mad about it. Um, I I don't, I I, I don't understand the Bill Cosby thing. It's very hard for me to believe that. I don't give a shit. You're not gonna change my mind. I just don't believe that. I really don't. Um, and. We have all this energy for these three people, Michael Jackson, R. Kelly, and uh, Bill Cosby. But, you know, we seem to, you know, brush the dirt under the rug with Harvey Weinstein and, and Casey Affleck and Louis C.K. Um, <laughs> uh, what, what's his name uh, on fucking Good Morning America? I can't think of his name. Matt Lauer. Uh, bruh, what, what are we doing, man? What the fuck are we doing? Uh, but anyway, I just, uh, I, what's happening? I'm confused. I'm really confused. I shouldn't be paying this much attention to shit, but I can't help it. Like, I'm a conspiracy theorist, plus I'm a pop culture nut, so I just, I am, my, like, my eyes are gauged into certain things. I'm like, oh, shit. I can either joke on this or then kind of like analyze 
and, you know, peel back the onion of what's going on in with this story or specific story that I'm looking at. But anyway, um, I, I, I don't know what to say about this Michael Jackson thing, because now this story is just completely off. These are two people who lied under oath in <laughs> now this fucking documentary is made and people are taking it by law like oh my god michael was a freak michael did i don't know i'm letting it go I, i'm chill but anyway uh real quick this is a uh another joint off of larry june's brand new album uh what's the name? early bird pretty dope album i've already talked about this uh, one of my favorite joints on there features currency of course currency is like one of my top favorite rappers ever um this is called on my way check it out i mean at this point i'm just doing this shit for me you know they go hate anyway shit they said i couldn't even make it this far i'm waking up every day nigga i don't give a fuck i'm going hard nigga you never know what's gonna happen but I ain't going out like no bitch. Straight up. Today I went swimming and ate some salmon and shit. Side bitch on my phone complaining and shit. Put my phone down, airplaned it and shit. A couple conversations, then I'm breaking the bitch. Where you going, love? Why you out here like this? I'ma leave you with my number and you can make your decision. I'm a young Lionel Richie in these brand new pennies. Drink some fresh orange juice and chill out for a minute. Write my goals down. Call my son and tell him I miss him. Gotta buy him a flight whenever I wanna see him. Lately, shit been so tricky. I'm waking up stressing out. I gotta get this chicken. Wash my dishes, clean my clothes, then I'm dipping. I got a loft in LA. I had to stainless the kitchen. I've been on the mission. Shit been so different. I ain't been sleeping. I ain't been. Fuck. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Keep your ringer on, baby girl, cause I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Keep your ringer on, baby girl, cause I'm on my way. Phone buzzing till it slipped off of the nightstand. I'm on my way. I lied with that reply, but baby. Once again, that is On My Way by Larry June, featuring currency off of Larry June's brand new project, Early Bird. You can get it on Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Play. So just real quick, I just wanted to touch on this real quick. You know, it's, it's dealing with people that walk around freely with the Make America Great Again hats and shirts. You know, that's cute. Um, but I'm going to need y'all to stop playing victim when somebody comes up to y'all and just calls you out on your shit. Like, knock it off. Okay, so there was this girl that was complaining about She was saying that she was being bullied for it's her and a group of friends wearing the Make America Great Again hats. So she was like, we were bullied. We were being questioned on why we should make America great again. Or what do you mean? Or what time do you want to, you know, just questions just relating to make America great again. And 
her response to that, she was like, well, we would never do that to y'all. When has that ever happened to y'all when y'all were judged for wearing, uh, wearing what you wore to school and shit like that? Let me tell you, I'm pretty sure anybody can relate to this, but me and some of my friends, you know, most of us blacks and then there were some, you know, Mexicans and, you know, Latinos that would be within that group as well. Um, it got so bad to the point, like we would wear, some of us would wear like team jerseys and shit back then. Oh, back when all that shit was cool, like FUBU or Averex, um, South Pole, Echo Unlimited, Coogee, all back when that shit was really, really popping. Tim's and when they were coming out with the different colorway Tim's and shit, um, Tim's are still popping, but whatever. Um, <laughs> anyway, but it got so bad to the point, um, like some of us, I remember this one time it was all of us, we were wearing like some shit and, but it was in old English writing. Then they told us they were going to send all of us home and change. Or if you can't find anything to change in, we're going to have to send you home because that could possibly lead to signs of gang affiliation. It's just stupid shit that we used to get stopped for in the school hallways. Um, I remember I had a few of my buddies. Um, they're all from <clears throat> they were all from El Salvador and they were big San Diego Superchargers fan. I don't know why. I, I still make fun of them till this day for it, but I don't. It's the fucking Chargers. <laughs> but anyway, shout out to them. Love y'all. They were stopped and told that they would have to go home and change because it just screamed gang affiliation and just really stupid shit like that. We would get messed around with um, by the human resource officer and the vice principals and assistant principals and shit like that all the fucking time um they tried to come up with this rule that we couldn't walk in groups no bigger than like three or four people but all of us we anytime you saw us we would be in like groups of like nine or maybe ten we were just deep like that and we were all cool we lived in the same exact area we we're living in living on base housing and we were going to school off base but Anytime after school, Wednesdays and Thursday nights, um, we would have this thing at the gyms, like some type of rec center shit that would, you know, last for like two to three hours. We would just hang out after school. Um, we would always meet up on the weekends and walk around and just hang out, have a good old time, go to the store, buy shit, um, go to one of our boys house and just chill there for the rest of the fucking day until nightfall. And I guess go home when we decided to go home, but we were always together and we still keep in contact till this day. But at the time, it's just so weird. We were told that we couldn't walk in no more than groups of three or four people like that was shit. When was bro? That was in the early 2000s. So <laughs> you fast forward to 2019 and we're still getting fucked with even as adults and you got these kids right now walking around trying to take the influence of their parents with this prejudice and this make America great again shit. And then you're now you're sensitive about it. Uh, the crack cocaine era too. Y'all ain't had shit to say about when blacks were being, you know, destroyed by that. 
Fast forward. Now we're in the meth, heroin, and opioid crisis. Now we're sensitive about it. And I, I know I sound a little biased. You know, be sensitive towards anything like that. I don't run. I don't want to see anybody die from this opioid crisis. Unfortunately, we've lost a lot of people to this, meth and heroin included. But, um, bruh, like there's got to be like a line drawn. We need to be sensitive towards everybody, everybody, not just a specific group of people. That's all I'm saying. It's it's just fucking annoying. Um, same thing. Uh, let me see. What's another thing? Black women wearing certain hairstyles or looking a certain way and being called ghetto for it or ratchet. And then now see white women trying to take on the look of black women. Now it's loved. Now it's celebrated. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's just been on my mind. Like I said, my brain runs 100 miles a minute. I'm always thinking <laughs> random shit. Bear with me, y'all. That's just me, bro. Uh, anyway. I just had to get it off my chest. It's, I'm frustrated. But anyway, uh, Captain Marvel, I got to see an early screening of that. And um, it's, it's okay. Let me tell you my opinion. I'm not going to bash it. I'm not going to talk shit about it. I will say this. Brie Larson as crap. Sorry, I can't talk. Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. Very wooden. Very bland. Uh, lackluster uh, the buddy cop alien space cop shit whatever they were doing with this film excuse me this whole um, the interaction between her and Samuel L. Jackson great I thought it was pretty cool uh, one thing I will point out that I thought that was the greatest freaking thing in the world the de-aging cgi effects of samuel l jackson the way they made him look younger bro we're in the future <laughs> we're in the future now that was so incredible to see the de-aging effects that they used with the cgi on my, on samuel l jackson that had me in awe that's all i have to say about that um the the plot very flat um, all I have to say to that is Captain Marvel was like reminiscent of a, a fucking phase one Marvel film. <laughs> and I understand. Yeah, it's back to the 90s. It, you know, the movie set in the 90s. And you could say you could make that argument for that. But I'm like, bro, come on, man. And that's not to take anything away from like Iron Man or <clears throat> Captain America, the first Avenger, any of those, or, you know, Incredible Hulk, but bruh, like it's 2019. You should want to like, kind of make this more grand and extravagant and just, you know, just very be extra about it. Like make it look like how civil wars advertisement was looking and how grand Civil War was. That's not my favorite movie in the Marvel um, <clears throat> Cinematic Universe. But the way they had that shit set up. They were going all out with that one. But I don't know man. Uh, Captain Marvel's okay. And you could sit there and say. Oh you just. You don't like this rise of feminism. No. I like the rise of feminism. Bro. I've been waiting for the fucking Wonder Woman movie since. <laughs> watching Linda Carter as Wonder Woman 
back when I was, you know, hanging out at my grandmother's house all the fucking time as a child. So don't tell me that I'm not all for feminism. I've seen Alita Battle Angel three times already. For anybody that is looking for the whole feminist um, empowerment and shit, go watch Alita Battle Angel. Amazing movie. I give Hollywood credit. Actually, I don't even know if I could give Hollywood credit. I give Robert Rodriguez credit for that. He looked like he gave a shit making that movie. Like everything. If you're familiar with Alita Battle Angel, like the Japanese manga, you're going to love that movie. Because you can tell that Robert Rodriguez is a huge fan of that. He really gave a shit and put his all into that movie. But Captain Marvel was okay. I wasn't excited about it. It um, it was like it was like Aquaman. I had very low expectations for it. Went in, and the expectation for it just just dropped even more. I was like, oh, it's okay. Same with Aquaman. I'm like, ah, whatever. I don't care for this. Um, if you want to go see Captain Marvel, go see it. Um, I just. I recommend you guys wait for Endgame. Captain Marvel just seems like another filler in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's nothing great. Um, and I still say this. I still have not seen a Marvel film better than Captain America Winter Soldier. That's it. That is, to me, is the best Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, period. Um, another movie that I think is very underrated uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, very funny, really good, the CGI and stories, amazing, can't wait for Ant-Man to come back in Endgame, looking forward to that, but, um, we need a Black Widow movie, I don't see how we're getting a Captain Marvel movie before Black Widow, which is kind of just strange to me, I don't give, like, and, and there's a lot of people complaining about this, the main reason they're complaining is because Captain Marvel is regarded as the strongest comic book hero in the Marvel universe period. Um, now with this build up to end game, people are worried if when, you know, if, and when, whenever Thanos comes back into, you know, cause they've already set it up. Thanos has this new body armor. He's getting ready to fight with the Avengers. They're getting ready to throw down with him. They said their biggest worry is that she's going to come into the picture and beat him with ease with nobody else to help and just stand by and watch. And they said if that happens, Endgame could go down in his in history as the worst Marvel film ever because people really want to see Thanos be defeated by team effort. They don't want all this. And honestly, for those that aren't familiar with Captain Marvel, in the comic book, she does get into the fight with Thanos. She got one hit off on Thanos. That was it. Thanos beat the brakes off of her. And that's all I have to say about that. So none of that's happening. I'm pretty sure these these filmmakers and writers know what they're doing. But anyway, uh, real quick. <laughs> I'm getting into my nerd shit, y'all. I'm sorry. Uh, let me see. Stolly, uh, formerly of MMG. Um, he dropped a new EP called Human. Pretty dope. Uh, he's a, actually ever since he left MMG, he's been really consistent. I wish he was still with them. 
I, it just sucks. I wish he was still with that label because even though he wasn't getting that push he deserved, it was just if Raw stepped down or something or kind of took a backseat, I think Stolly would have been the one to take on. Like he makes that type of music that Ross can make. He's just as great as Ross. That's just my opinion. Take it how you want to take it. But anyway, uh, one of my favorite joints on here uh, it is, is actually the same title as the EP. It's called Human. Check it out. It's kind of hard to explain because the love comes with the pain. You can't predict the weather. It's like the sunshine with the rain. And sometimes it hurts. But that's to let you know you're human. And sometimes it hurts. But that's the fun. I had to bounce back like round ball. I had to get the fuck for round, y'all. Why everybody talking down for? Evil niggas praying on my downfall. I'm a king and they wanna knock my crown off. To throw me and throw me up in the town morgue. Cause I can't be phony, my name I cannot forge. Throw my soul to the fire, something I can't afford. No price on these reps, these words cost much more. Love costs not a penny, so why they hating for? Investing all your time in the negative. Why your mind in hell? I'm trying to find where the heavens is. No settlements with niggas who try to play you on some devilish. Keep my mind leveled amongst hot heads and sever-ish. Stay away from revengeful thoughts, that's such a cold dish. Rather stay positive with good vibes when love's the motive. It's kind of hard to explain because the love comes with the pain. You can't predict the weather. It's like the sunshine with the rain. And sometimes it hurts. But that's to let you know you're human. And sometimes it hurts. But that's the fall of Once again, that is Human by Stiley off of the brand new EP of the same title, Human. You can get it on Spotify and Apple Music. So, Roseanne Barr. Um, you know, she hadn't really been in the media lately. Last time we heard from Roseanne Barr, uh, she went on a Twitter rant. She got kicked off her own show. The entire storyline switched around. They just, they completely killed her off on her own show. And this is just wild. But, you know, as of late, she's in an interview with Candace Owens and they go into, um, they, they talk about racism, of course, and privilege. And then Candace and Roseanne kind of lead into talks about what they think about the Me Too movement. And Roseanne had a few things to say about that. Pretty uh, it's really not any different from what I've heard before. But, you know, coming from Roseanne, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, anyway, check this clip out. I was saying about. The Me Too movement. They were talking about that, and I, oh, I shouldn't go there. Oh, you should go there. Do you know, do you know how much trouble I got in for it? You can't be in worse trouble than me for talking about Me Too. Don't worry. First of all, let me tell you, Mike Tyson, who's hilarious and a friend for a long time, he calls it the U2 movement. What, the U2 movement, meaning? U2. Like? They're going to get U2. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's true. Yeah. It's true. And I, I noticed, because I was the one who said it first, like I went against the Me Too movement early, like right when it came out of the gates. So I got roundly condemned by both sides. And I was like, guys, if you don't see the writing on the wall with this, yeah. it's going to become a mechanism for people witch to- Witch hunt. Uh, yeah, witch hunt. It's going to be a mechanism for- um, the Christine Blasey Ford type suit yeah, to, to exactly. ascertain power. I mean, and then obviously came along Christine Blasey Ford and everyone was like, Candace was right. Nothing happened to her either. No, she should be in prison. She should be in prison. How did she, she's not required to file a police report or anything. She, no. And she collected millions of dollars. White woman privilege. That, is, that really is. And, and I know. It, it reminded me, I'm like, if you just want to give white women the right to say something happened and you have to believe them with no evidence, no proof, and they get a million dollars, then let's talk about the civil rights era because that's when black people were hung, for tre- hung from trees because that's of that. That's right. Right, that's when Carolyn that's right. Bryant said about Emmett Till. That's right. He, he said something to me in a grocery with no evidence, no proof. You know what happened to Emmett Till? And I, it's jarring to you that people I don't wrote see that. that. I was the I was one of the first piece persons on Twitter to make that assessment. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought I was. Well, we need you to go back in our tweets. I want I want street. Crime. We're gonna have a contest. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but that was the first thing that went in my head. I'm like, hello. Do yeah. you know your own history? You no, really want to? You you really want to just give them like mm-hmm. unfettered permission to to say something happened and you're gonna believe them? And the the somebody asked, do you think that white supremacy exists? And I said, the closest thing I've ever seen to it in my life is the fem- the radicalized feminist movement. Uh, I can agree. <laughs> the radical, like the closest thing to white supremacy that I've seen in my lifetime mm-hmm. has been this radicalized Lena Dunham types going around saying, we want this now, 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 uh, whatever we say happens. I mean, do you remember this scandal with Lena Dunham, like saying that some black guy didn't say hi to her at the Met Gala and she was victimized? I mean, I, I've been paying attention to the, the, the growth, Kesha, in the back of a courtroom crying, just believe her. The believe women thing has has been building up. And I've been like, this is getting crazy. It is crazy. And women have to be the one to take it down. It's no, like up it, to us to say yeah, something about well, it. Well, I said it yesterday. I'll tell you what I said. Uh, she says something to me about, well, you know, they, they were there in the room because they thought they were going to get a job. 15 years ago. Oh, yeah, no. It's like, cause, well, because they're hoes. Uh, have you have you lived? Have you seen like the way that women like use sex together? if you don't run get... out the room and go, excuse me, you don't talk to me, that you don't do that to me, excuse me, and leave, but you stayed around because you're like, well, I thought maybe he was going to give me a writing job. Well, you ain't nothing but a hall. Right. That's, but I said that when, when like, the Louis C.K. It might have been the Louis C.K. thing. That's or another scandal That too. happened, and I was reading the article, and they, we were in his hotel room at 3 a.m. in the morning. My first question, yeah. what the hell Why? were you doing in his hotel room? What, go, what happens at 3 a.m. in the morning in a man's hotel room? All right, I understand what Candace Owens is saying, um, but she's shown one too many times how batshit crazy she is and she's just shown her ass way too many times so i I can't really take what she's saying for face value so i don't know she's just said a lot of stupid shit she's like ann coulter in blackface or like if ben shapiro was a black woman that's all i have to say about that uh roseanne barr from what I've heard, um, even Tom Arnold, he still talks about how bad shit crazy that she is. He was married to her. To throw Mike Tyson and put him out there and use him as an example, uh, not the best thing to do during an interview, especially talking about something like the Me Too movement. Now, I've had an episode in the past called Time's Up on Me Too, and I ran it for about five minutes straight. I was just pissed off about it. I like the Me Too movement just sounded fucking stupid. There's pros and cons to it. I was more so complaining about the Hollywood 
propaganda behind the Me Too movement, not so much of what the real cause of it was for. I was really, really heated about the whole Hollywood shit. So I just went in. But anyway, um, you know, I I know that was one of the recent stories that was dealing with Candace Owens. And I just happened to bump into this new interview with her in Roseanne Barr. But then there was something else that I bumped into. Um, <laughs> this article right here, this action, I think this happened. This actually happened Monday. And the article says it's titled Candace Owens thinks racism is over because she has never been a slave. Now, she stood up at the uh, the political action conference, which is called, well, the conservative political action conference for short is called CPAC. And it, she said this in front of an audience of white people. And I, I just didn't understand it. And I'm like, oh, shit. OK, well. I was just still searching more and more, you know, on Candace Owens. I'm not really familiar with who she is. I just see her here and there and just I. So she stands up in front of CPAC and she says, and I quote, first and foremost, stop selling us our own oppression. Stop taking away our self-confidence by telling us that we can't because of racism, because of slavery. I've never been a slave in this country. Stop telling us that we need to be obsessing over our past when we should be obsessing over our future and the potential that we have. And of course, that's when the, the white audience stood up to clap and give her a standing ovation. Um, so I did a little more digging. I was like, you know, I really don't know anything about this Candace Owens chick. I want to know more. <laughs> so, I, you know, I, I managed to find something, uh, an article about a young Candace Owens and her family filing a federal lawsuit against the Stanford Board of Education back in 07. And it was resolved over a $37,000 settlement. Now, I have this article, so bear with me. I'm going to just read a little bit of this. So in February 2007, Owens received three voice messages from a group of five teenage boys that included the son of then mayor of Stanford, Connecticut, Daniel Malloy. Uh, yeah, Daniel Malloy. Sorry. While the role of Malloy's son in the messages is unclear, what is clear, Owens and her former friend Evan Kopech got into a shouting match in class two days before the phone incident. <clears throat> Malloy, Kopech, and others were present in the car when three threatening voice messages were left for Owens referencing her race and repeating using a racial epithet. In one of the messages, the caller called Owens dirty and threatened to burn her house down and tar and feather her. Poor Candace was so stressed behind the incident that she stayed out of school for six weeks after it happened. She said it was too traumatic to attend school with the people who had made those calls to her. She only returned to classes after Kopech was arrested for the incident in late March 2007. Three years ago, <clears throat> Owens spoke about the incident with the CT post at the time. She had not yet made her transformation into the token darkie for the Republican party. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh shit. Owens told the post. It took me seven years to move past it. When something like that happens, you become hostile. You become bitter. I remember not even wanting to use my name. 
the incident, along with the continuing hate she saw <clears throat> being exhibited on the Internet, prompted Owens to found the website socialautopsy.com, a site where people could share oh, screenshots of Internet bullies and racists as a means of calling them out. This site should not be confused with Degree 180, on which she wrote anti-Trump, anti-conservative, and anti-Republican post. Mmm. Ooh, okay. I actually, this is as far as I got into the article. Hmm. I didn't even read that far at the, the whole website thing. That's interesting. So it's safe to say that Candace Owens is nothing but clickbait and entertainment purposes. Um, kind of like Tommy Lauren. Same similar situation, uh, which is funny because when Tommy Lauren, before Tommy Lauren became who she is now or what she's known for, this girl was pro-liberal, uh, pro-Obama. Uh, she actually voted for Obama, praised Michelle, all of this crazy shit. And I, you know, she wanted the attention. She wanted to be to be on Fox News. So I guess the stepping stone that she used at the time was Blaze Network by Glenn Beck and completely switched up her game. She became conservative um, with the, you know, a whole Republican mindset and just started bashing people of color and just certain things like a Jay-Z or Beyonce would do. And um, these debates that she had with Charlemagne, then from that to actually hanging out with Charlemagne and Trevor Noah from from Comedy Central so man like wow I didn't know that I like people kind of look at me like you don't know who Candace Owens is and I'm like no I don't really pay attention to any of that just like I know who Tommy Lauren is I'm aware what she says and what she does I don't give any of that shit attention or just like this I really didn't know who Candace Owens was so I decided to just dig through and Kind of see who she is, and then, you know, I come to find out she's batshit crazy. But anyway, um, you know, I don't really need to look into that anymore. So I guess when I see her name, I just keep scrolling and going about my day. Like most of you should, and stop giving so much of this shit attention. But anyway, um, that wraps up this episode for me. Thank you for listening to episode 109 of the Social Introvert Podcast. Real quick, shout out to Random Tandem Podcast, 12 Cow Podcast. <clears throat> shout out to Ignorant Philosophy, Reasonable Ignorance, Conversation Con Artists, The White Pants Society, Brunch with Besties, Saturdays with Chicken Duck, The John Effect Podcast. It's a whole bunch of y'all, man. Shout out to all of y'all. Tactless Know It All, Two Awkward Millennials. And of course, I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Government Name Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson. And shout out to Carefree Black Nerd Podcast with your host, Rain Coleman. And last but not least, shout out to Jasmine Blue and Hakeem Skipwith. Those are our BYNK radio website blog content creators. And if you want to find me on social media, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Isid Davis. I-S-I-D-D-A-V-I-S. Send your thoughts, any questions that you have. Uh, if you want to come on and be a guest on the show, go ahead and send those emails my way, man. The Social Introvert Podcast at gmail.com. And until next week, guys, 
Peace. Okay, the radio.